Ward Hayden and the Outliers are an American alt-country-slash-rock band from the Northeast. They've been playing music together for some time now, and they just released an album of new songs. It sounds incredible. Their hard-driving sound is reminiscent of Trap by Truckers, with great guitar tones and thoughtful lyrics. I had a chance to chat with them about their songs and their band recently. It was a fantastic conversation. They're really good guys making great music. I hope you dig it. Well, yeah, if you guys could just kind of uh, start off telling us a little bit about the band and, and how you guys formed and uh, how long you guys been all, all playing together and whatnot. Okay. You want, you uh, want that one, Josh? Yeah, I'll take that one. I, I uh, seem to have a better handle on dates and, <laughs> and history. And, and having a good memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ward and I have known each other for quite a long time. Um, it, our friendship and re- musical relationship kind of predates uh, us playing together. Um, so Ward had a band for many, many years called girls, guns and glory, a band that I eventually joined. Um, and what was it? Three years ago now, four years ago now, Ward? Cody? No, 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 no. When we changed name change. Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Three, four years ago, I would say. Yeah. So in that time frame, we had been flirting with the idea of changing the name from Girls, Guns, and Glory, just because it was, you know, it didn't really fit where we were musically and personally any longer. Um, so we, we decided to change the name to Ward Hayden and the Outliers. And right at, around that time is when uh, our guitar player, Cody Nilsson, joined the band. Uh, that was about four years ago, three or, three or four years ago, give or take. And, uh, and we changed the name. We um, made a, made a, recording um largely of covers one original called can't judge a book and then um right before the start of covid so february of 2020 um we had another lineup change where our our longtime bass player uh decided that he wanted to um he wanted to pursue other styles of music mostly jazz he wanted to go back and he had gone to school for jazz he really felt that he wanted to go back and play which was great we're very happy to see him go and pursue that and so our our a friend of a friend recommended uh greg hall handsome greg hall as we like to call him and so he stepped in he's been in the band now for a year and a half and uh that's how we kind of we we came to this release with that lineup, which was uh, me, Ward, Greg, and Cody. And we kind of, uh, you know, we wrote it largely during the, the, you know, lockdown quarantine period, which at this point is kind of amorphous, but, <laughs> you know, we spent about, we spent like six, eight, 10 months, just like hunkered down with no gigs and writing um and then went into the studio right how did you guys go about writing in that time period i mean for me it was just kind of like you know i, I was waiting for inspiration to strike but the, 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 you know we'd never really been home that much ever before so it, it like in that regard it lended itself well to having time to you know carve out in any given day to just take the guitar when inspiration shows up or something hits you or, you know, a line hits you, um, or an idea and, and just work on it. Um, so, I mean, I was just actively trying to be as constructive as possible during the time that we had off from gigging and touring. Um, and then I, I, you know, 
pretty much have like, you know, the framework of a song put together and we got lucky. Uh, our manager has a big building in fall river mass. That's like an old textile mill. And like he gave us a big portion of this, of the whole second floor of this building yeah, uh, big, to set up our gear. Big raw unfinished space, like no heating, no air conditioning, nothing, no walls. It's just, it's, it's very, wild. Very cavernous. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was cool. Like I actually have, I have liked how, how things sound in that room. Uh, and for us, it kind of helped us shape the sound of, of what this album became, but we, we would try to meet up as a band at least once a week, uh, and just work on the new stuff. Um, try to, we, we, we just kept saying to one another when shows come back, uh, we want to be ready. We, we, we you know, we, we want to be ready to hit the, hit the ground running, have new music, uh, have the band be sharp, uh, and ready to play. Um, yeah. and, it, and, you know, to our credit, we did make that happen. I mean, we, you know, we prioritized it and made it happen. And, um, you know, we, we, our schedule is not as full as I think we would like. In fact, we, for the third time now, we've had our upcoming European tour postponed. We won't be heading over to Europe this fall after all. Now it's even looking like it's going to be fall of 2022. When we finally make it back to Europe, which uh, fingers crossed, I, I hope happens. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the, the bands, I, 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 honestly, I think sounded better than ever, uh, you know, chemistry is such a weird thing and we seem to have stumbled upon it with this this current lineup which has been really nice to to see happen um yeah. you know the, the, not to knock any previous configuration uh i just think this one's got uh, some gold dust on it so excited to be getting out playing shows again yeah ward does such a uh, a great job like with the initial writing you know he's such a strong songwriter lyricist that you know when he brings the tunes in to to the group they're already like pretty well fleshed out the meat and the meat and potatoes are there and then um you know the the three of us have different skill sets and come from you know different places musically so then we kind of take them and and shape them up a little bit um but you know i think off of the new record indiana is a great example of like like you know ward kind of played that song or sent the demo even and it was just sort of like well we don't really need to do anything to it. It can just be you and it would, it'll still deliver. Um, and I think the, the arrangement of that song reflects that where it's kind of like, you know, it's a really slow build with gets big in the bridge. Cause that's kind of obvious, but you know, it, 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 it it's fun. Or it, it was a fun um, and collaborative way to, to write the record Ward bringing in these tunes. And we left a lot. I think we, we, we brought, 15, 16 tunes into the studio that were like fleshed out, ready to go. Um, and we ended up with the 10 on the record. Um, our, our producer Roscoe kind of, or Eric Gamble, he, um, he took kind of a cool approach to the actual tracking that, that, um, that helped, that really did help solidify the record and that, you know, he, we would come in every day into the studio you know, having done the work on our end and because of COVID, we didn't have like a traditional pre-production, you know, we didn't meet with him ahead of time. We had just sent him recordings. So he kind of knew, he knew the material from the recordings that we had sent him. Um, and 
when we would go in the studio, he would just kind of tell us, go, go in, we're going to hit record and you guys play through three or four songs. And then we'll come in, we'll listen and we're, we'll decide what we're going to do today, what we're going to track today. Um, and that way we kind of had these demos and we could go through in the, you know, once we got some points on the board, once we got some tracks done, we could start seeing the the forest through the trees and be like, okay, well, these two are actually pretty similar. You know, the, we need, we need to go for like a fast and loud one, or we need a, we need a ballad. We need a country song. We need this. And we could kind of pick and choose and put them together. It was a, it was a cool way to work, you know, and unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know how you look at it. We left some, some good stuff on the cutting room floor. Maybe we got another record ready to go. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like that's what uh, Patreon is really good for too. I don't know if you guys have that going, but a lot of bands do that. You know, they'll, those extra yeah. ones that they record and we'll release on that one. Yeah, we do the Patreon. We, we've, we've stuck a toe in where we could go we could get we could go knee deep i think we're but we get we got to get back on there and do some more stuff on there i i, I like the patreon idea it's a, it, it and it's it certainly helped us when when gigs weren't happening i mean um you know but it, it, it's a cool concept and you know i think it 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 drives your hardcore fans uh into it because you know they want to see that kind of thing they want to see what ends up on the cutting room floor and uh you know get some exclusives i think that's cool Absolutely. I've learned a lot from, from watching my son. He's 13 and he's into video games and YouTube and uh, watching that whole community. It reminds me of the nineties when I was in punk bands and stuff and uh, just the energy and creativity behind it. And yeah. um, wow. I'm like, I think I feel like the music that I'm into, like um, could use a little bit of that, like the creativity, you know, I, I just think that they're, they're really just kind of pushing the limits on, on, you know, how to connect on the internet and whatnot. And I think it's, it's, it's kind of inspiring to see. Yeah, it is cool. It's cool. Cool. Well, um, I like the song uh, "All Gone Mad," and it's uh, you know, about the the crazy world we're living in, all kinds of stuff. We were talking just a few minutes ago about um, you know, hurricanes and wildfires and all that. And I was wondering if you guys could just talk about that song a little bit. Sure, sure. I mean, I mean, that was you know, I, I think most of us have some level of an internet addiction. But uh, that was just my little my little plea, maybe even to myself, to get the hell off Facebook, uh, unless you're looking up Ward Hayden and the Outliers. Um, you know, th- th- there's like nothing good going on on there. It, it, it was initially this like amazing way to stay in touch with your friends that you'd gone to high school or college with. You know, people had moved away, or like, you know, that you could, you know, follow a band you liked or, you know, somebody you admired and seemingly you're hearing directly from them, but it's just become like a, a, a wasteland and a, a battleground, um, you know, that seems to produce nothing positive at this point. Um, I, I think that song came for me just kind of realizing how much time I've wasted and, you know, uh, might be time to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. And we tried to, somewhat sonic, sonically kind of match that and just kind of give it, you know, some, to quote our producer, Eric, to give it that like beer drinking, red meat eating, like American kind of rock and roll and just, you know, throw it down. So we did a great job with that song. It's also one of the band's favorites on the record as well. So thank you. Yeah, we, we've been playing that one more live, which has been good. It's been, been nice to work that one up for, for an audience. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like it. You know, I, I got off Twitter a number of years ago, kind of for the same reason. I just was fighting all the time. I was, this is stupid. Why am I wasting my time with this? You know? And I think, I think we're all kind of processing that it's good. So I hope we can figure out, I think social media isn't necessarily bad. I feel like it doesn't have to be that way. And I wish we could all, you know, cause like you say, it's, it's a good way to yeah. connect, you know? And I wish we could kind of like work through the, the weirdness of it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. I used to accept every friend request and then I, you know, I, you say one thing that next, you know, it ruffles feathers and you get people ready to kill you. I, I literally had people threaten to kill me. Oh, oh yeah. That, that, that is, I mean, it, it, which wasn't fun. I mean, which wasn't nice. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to kill them. I don't, I don't wish that they would get hung and shot and all kinds of weird things. Like it, it was just so extreme. Um, you know, I, I think I, I think I cut about 2000 people in my friend group, um, after that, which took forever, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I was just going through being like, do I know this person in any way outside of this platform? And if I, if I, if I, and I'm sure plenty of people unfriended me too, but, um, if I, if I didn't, I just cut them. Um, cause I, I've got a six month old daughter. I'm a new dad. Uh, you know, and people seem that, you know, some people get bad ideas and I'm not interested in engaging with any bad ideas, uh, hopefully moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Craziness. Well, uh, yeah. there's another song I, I like quite a bit and it's called I, I die for you. And, uh, I really like the, uh, the sentiments in that one. I was wondering about, um, who, who is that song written for? So, I mean, honestly, I think it's, I, I think it's written for, for everybody. I mean, you know, the, so, so, so I think you realize, you know, it, in, it, in the course of your own life, uh, you know, you, you kind of realize what's important to you and what's, what's, what's worth, worth dying for. Um, and, and also what's worth living for. And for me, it, you know, especially when we were just kind of locked, locked down and I had a, you know, a new baby, uh, you know, uh, it was born earlier this year it was just kind of thinking, um, you know, what, what is worth, uh, putting your, putting your life on the line for. And, um, we made the video for that all around my hometown. Like, you know, I wanted it to reflect, you know, who it is that I am and where I've come from. Um, cause I do think where, where I'm from does represent me cause it's, it's definitely a part of me. Um, and we we're trying to get that across, you know, with the lyrics and, uh, visually with the video of, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, I'm just a small town town guy who cares about, uh, his wife and his kids. So, um, the touring situation is just kind of like all over the place right now. Bands are touring and then uh, some are canceling and you talked about uh, canceling in Europe and whatnot. Um, uh, what, what is your guys' uh, uh, show touring situation look like right now? Well, we, we just, we just got back from a, a three day run, which is our longest run yet. You know, we, we've, we've had a, a bunch of one-offs, uh, you know, on the Eastern seaboard, a, a couple two day runs maybe another three day run, but this three day one run I felt was like the first real one. Um, and I mean, I mean, Josh, you can weigh on this too. I, I thought it went pretty well. People were respectful. I think people are understanding that if bands are out there touring, you know, if you're a fan and you want to talk to the band, you know, 
you're just, you, you're talking to one or two people, you know, or a handful of people in the course of the night. If you're in the band, everyone in the place is talking to you in the course of the course of the night. Yeah. Um, you know, like we're back to putting our masks, masks on we're, we're, you know, we're all vaccinated. We're trying to do everything we can. Uh, you know, everyone's got their own personal belief, but my personal belief is that the vaccination is the only way live music has any hope of continuing at all uh, in the foreseeable future. So we want to play music and we hope people want to hear music and go see live music. So, uh, you know, people were real cool this weekend, I thought, with trying to keep a, a, a reasonable distance. And, you know, if masks were, were what were necessary, they put them on. And if vaccinations were necessary to attend, uh, people were cool showing their uh their, their vax cards and, and going and, and not, not, uh, whining about it, just going and having a good time. Yeah, we are. We're, I, I feel like we're, we're, lu- we're lucky in, in a, in a handful of ways, uh, geographically, you know, the band is based like at its core, it's, it's, it's an East coast, Eastern Massachusetts, uh, band. Everyone is kind of in that general region. We've, we've spread out a little bit more as we've gotten older. We all used to be in the Boston area, you know, if not in Boston, you know, immediately surrounding it. And we've spread out a little bit, but we're still an Eastern Massachusetts band. And, you know, we, we kind of have the luxury of, you know, travel wise people. It, it's very dense in our part of the country. So we can, we, we can go to Maine and play a couple of shows and come home and sleep in our own bed. We can go, you know, we can do a lot of that style of touring, um, that other, other places, other bands that are located maybe in a Nashville, Chicago, you know, LA West coast, you know, Portland, whatever, Texas, wherever they're at, where it requires a lot more driving. It requires a lot more infrastructure. And we don't kind of have that in the Northeast. Like, you know, you can drive, two hours and be in a completely different market. You can drive 45 minutes and be in a completely different market where we live. You know, people just won't leave their little immediate area to go to a show. So we we're very lucky in that regards. Um, and then as Ward was saying, like, we're also lucky that, you know, uh, a lot of the venues around us are going to, you know, back, you know, proof of vaccination, proof of a negative, masking sometimes all three who knows you know it's it but the ball has been taken out of our court and the venues have really been stepping up and we don't have governors in the northeast that are putting in you know uh legislation that's blocking private businesses from from requiring certain things so we we are kind of lucky in that our our infrastructure in the northeast is kind of set up um to to hopefully allow us to continue to pursue uh music in the live setting because it was a long time to to not play a show we we trust me none of us wanted to be sitting at home we wanted to be out there too and but we want to do it safely and i think for us going forward we you know we're, we're not limiting ourselves to the northeast but we're we're more than happy to be playing again, no matter where it is. And the Northeast seems to be where it's at for us. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad it's working out for you guys like that. Oh, appreciate, it. appreciate it. Yeah. No, okay. Cause Will, it was funny. It was like, you know, so many of our friends, they got back to touring like right around when we started gigging again too. 
And, you know, a lot of our friends who, who live in the Southern States that they made it like three, four five dates into their tours. And then they were back home sick, even if they were vaccinated, you know, we, we had friends that had the, you know, they were the one in 5,000 breakthrough, uh, kind of thing. But I mean, you know, they're playing a show and it's not like they're going out and just talking to a handful of people. They're, they're, they might talk to a hundred people in the course of a night. So they're they're The probability of getting exposed is just that much higher. I think in this profession, um, you know, so, so, so it's been, it's been nice to have, you know, vaccines have the artists back and best interest in mind. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly hopeful at this point. Um, I'm hopeful that music's going to be able to continue, uh, hopefully nationwide, but I mean, you know, in the very least up where we're living, I'm, I'm really hopeful that, that, that the rest of this year, things don't have to shut down again. Um, you know, and hopefully legislation doesn't get put in place that, that limits the freedom of, of these venues to do what they got to do to stay open. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, the, the almighty dollar will kind of save us in that, you know, it seems like that what's going on in the Northeast is working and, you know, it's like, if we want to have a music industry, this is kind of what we got to do, you know? Yeah. It, you yeah. can rely on the U S to, to let, let capitalism run the show and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's working up here. I'm just yeah. saying it, it can work hey, out I well. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was bummed. I was gonna see uh, um, Billy Strings up in uh, uh, Lake Tahoe uh, this last weekend, but the the fire they they evacuated. They had to evacuate South Lake Tahoe and uh, oh, shut down man. his show, and uh, so that didn't happen. But um, we, they're they're slowly coming back here with different requirements, and you're seeing a lot of the the vaccine and uh, or or negative test requirements around here, which I think is good. And uh, nice. I'm in the same boat. I I, I want to see music keep happening. I want people to be safe, and you know, it yeah. seems like the only way we're gonna do it. Is that way? Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope Billy, uh, Billy strings reschedules. Cause, uh, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's good. Outstanding. Dude. Yeah. Our guitar player is a huge fan. He loves everything about him. He loves <laughs> the social media presence. He loves the pimping. He loves the singing. He's the songwriting. He's in full bore. Yeah, I saw I saw him up in uh, a music festival um, up at uh, Lake Tahoe called the Winter Wondergrass, and um, he was up on the main stage. I'd never heard of him, and and um, he started singing and he started shredding on his acoustic guitar. And it, oh my god, I was just enthralled. You know, yeah, like, he's a he, 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 he's something. We did a couple we, festivals when he was still, you know, he he hadn't up. broke yet. He uh, was still coming up, and it was just like, you know, you got to be kidding me here's this like punk rock looking kid tatted up he still had the big gauges and stuff uh, <laughs> and, and he looks younger than he is yeah like oh, okay. like, like he like it, it, he's a phenom i mean yeah. you know the, the, like he doesn't look like he's in his mid-20s or anything he look he looks like a teenager yeah, yeah. and he's just uh, crushing like you said he's just shredding and the voice is there the, the writing is there the musicianship across the board with the band is there he's mm. he's got it all yeah so good you know Absolutely. Like, he shreds yeah, it seems like he blew up like overnight too. It was like I saw him there, and then like a month later, it was like everyone was talking about him. I was like, "Well, that's crazy." Rightfully so too. That's the X Factor uh, will that exists on YouTube. That Dust in a Baggy song, and the funny thing is that video is old. Like you know, but but I I, I think it's got you know some wow factor to it. It, it looks like he's in like a crack den, and then the kid just <laughs> shreds on the guitar, and there's like a hippie kid tapping his foot in the background. I mean, is it, you know, it, 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 it the, vi the visuals are there for that, that song for sure. Oh yeah. It's entertaining. Well, the song's there too. I mean, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah. Checks off all the boxes.
Yes. So um, if people want to find more out about you guys and touring and merch and, and uh, you know, uh, buy all that kind of stuff, what, what's the best place for them to look online for you guys? So uh, we've got a Bandcamp uh, page set up and then Ward Hayden and the outliers.com. Um, we've got everything on there as well uh, to get the new CD. And we're actually, uh, we're giving away the download. You know, w- w- when we came off the road, we, within about a week, we set up a Kickstarter and our, our fans really came through for us. They funded uh, the album and then some uh, in four short weeks, which was just awesome of people to, to rally behind it and, and give us the means to make the album. So, you know, we decided uh, when the time came to put out the record, we were like, you know, we should pay it forward. Anybody who wants it, they can download the, the album in its entirety uh, for free on our Bandcamp page, which is, uh, there's a link to it on our website. And if you just go to Bandcamp and search the band, uh, it's on there. And if you want the physical CD, it's on there as well. Uh, and, you know, we'll get it shipped, shipped out to you. Even in Europe, uh, we can ship it out. And the vinyl is a whole other story, which like, as I don't know if you spin vinyl, but, um, but ordering vinyl is like impossible, but we placed our order with a place in the Czech Republic, which is actually the biggest uh, record pressing plant in the world. And I'm very thankful we made that, that decision. Uh, I got to thank Eric Amble for that one. Cause he gave us a heads up that like, if you want to get vinyl, all the uh, places in the States, they can't guarantee anything until deep into 2022 at this point. And if you want it in uh, this calendar year, you got to, uh, we actually ordered it through an American company, but they're outsourcing to the Czech Republic. It's um, coming. The vinyl's coming. It's coming. So the vinyl should be here within a month. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, long good. story short, the vinyl is en route. We're just waiting. But yeah, the web the website uh, is definitely the best place to score like swag too. If you want a t-shirt, you want a hat. We got a bunch of stuff up there, a bunch of different styles. And then we're, we're merch rich right now. Yeah, we are. So yeah, visit the website. Visit the band camp for the music and, uh, and yeah, Facebook, Instagram, we, we stay pretty up on those. We're, we're, we're posting on the regular. So just for content, if you want to get up in there, that's where we're at. Fantastic. I like it. All right, guys. Well, that's all the questions I had for you. I appreciate you connecting with me today. That was a good conversation. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Will. Thank you for your time. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check them out online and in person. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the show. Leave me a rating, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and tell some friends. Until next time, everybody, have a good one. Nothing to do.